RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Mainland economic growth stalls. Cathay Pacific says it expects to be able to operate up to about a quarter of pre-pandemic passenger flight capacity by the end of the year. And a court in Sri Lanka has barred the former Prime Minister Mahindra Rajapaksa and his brother Basil from leaving the country. The mainland economic economy posted a 0.4% growth in the second quarter. That's down from a 4.8% increase in the first three months of the year. Vicky Wong reports. Gross domestic product for the first half of 2022 expanded 2.5% year-on-year, but the world's second-largest economy shrank 2.6% in second-quarter GDP when compared with the previous quarter. Full or partial lockdowns were imposed in major centres across the country in March and April, including the commercial hub Shanghai. Many of those curbs have since been lifted, and June data has offered signs of improvement. The National Bureau of Statistics said the impact of the epidemic is still lingering domestically, noting shrinking demand and disrupted supplies. It added external uncertainties are also growing. Fu Linghui is a spokesman for the Bureau. We should be aware that the foundation of stable economic recovery is yet to be consolidated due to external and internal factors. Shrinking demand intertwines with disrupted supply, structural problems combined with cyclical problems, and market entities still face difficulties. Data on June activity showed that China's industrial output grew 3.9% in June from a year earlier, quickening from a 0.7% rise in May. Retail sales, on the other hand, rose 3.1% from a year ago in June and marked the quickest growth in four months after authorities lifted a two-month lockdown in Shanghai. Societe Generale's chief economist for Asia-Pacific, Wei Yao, says the latest economic figures mean Beijing won't be able to achieve its full-year GDP growth target of 5.5%. The backward-looking data, right, so I guess... uh, What's more meaningful is it's the June activity data, which all showed you know, a bit of faster pace of recovery. But nevertheless, with this 0.4% year-on-year growth in Q2, achieving 5.5% target by the government is completely a mission impossible now. Even 4% is going to be almost impossible, and 3% requires a significant recovery in the second half. COVID-19 now, health authorities have reported 3,574 new infections, including 216 that are imported. Officials say 1,082 COVID patients are now being treated at public hospitals, almost 140 more than yesterday. Seven patients are in intensive care and there were five more COVID-related deaths. People heading to the mainland via the Shenzhen Bay port are now required to have a booking for a PCR test. Those who test positive for COVID-19 at the border crossing will be isolated locally. Wendy Wong reports. A new system under which travellers are required to reserve a PCR test at the Shenzhen Bay port through an online booking system is aimed at preventing long queues there. A traveller surnamed Lo says the booking system is convenient. She says there were enough time slots for her to choose from when she made her booking. But her man surnamed Feng was not aware of the new arrangement and didn't make a booking for a COVID test before he arrived at the border crossing. He says he would try his luck and see if he could make a booking on site. 
Travelers must test negative for COVID-19 before they are allowed to cross the border. And those who test positive will be taken to the isolation facility at Penny's Bay. They are required to stay for a night there and get tested for COVID-19 the next day. They will continue to be kept in isolation if they are considered newly infected, but those who are considered repositive cases will have their isolation orders lifted and they can leave the facility. Cathay Pacific says it expects to be able to operate up to about a quarter of the airline's pre-pandemic passenger flight capacity by the end of the year if the current travel and operating restrictions remain unchanged. The loss-making Hong Kong carrier says it carried just over 150,000 passengers in June, an increase of about 270% when compared to the same month last year, thanks to the government's relaxation of quarantine rules and the flight suspension mechanism. Cathy says it will continue to add more flights as it works to rebuild its hub and network. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The government says some 240,000 people have been told they're not eligible for its upcoming $5,000 spending voucher. But those who appeal are being promised leniency. Frank Young reports. People who have permanently left Hong Kong or plan to do so aren't eligible for the second installment of consumption vouchers, which will be dished out from early August. Those who have withdrawn their MPF savings on the grounds of permanent departure from Hong Kong are among those who will miss out. But people can submit a review application within 14 days of being notified by the government of the rejection, either by post, email, fax or through visiting the voucher scheme secretariat in Mong Kok. At the Mong Kok office, Mr. Chan questioned why authorities did not check his immigration records before determining he was ineligible for the voucher. He said he had sought to leave Hong Kong and withdrawn his MPF savings, but later returned and kept working and paying taxes. Another resident, surnamed Lee, said having to apply for a review was troubling. On an RTHK program, Jesse Wong, who heads the Budget and Tax Policy Unit, said people who have returned to the SAR can ask for a review of a rejection decision if they have evidence showing they are here to stay. You can submit your payslip, or if you have made MPF contributions, you can show relevant documents, etc. We will try our best to be lenient and reasonable. Most important for us is whether the person can prove he or she fulfills our requirement of not permanently departing from Hong Kong. Ms. Wong also pointed out that the authorities have limited access to personal data from other government departments, saying, for example, there's legislation in place barring the Inland Revenue Department from sharing tax information. The Court of Final Appeal has overturned the conviction of a man who was found carrying zip ties in a backpack in November 2019. Damon Pang has more. Chen Chen Kit was jailed for five and a half months in 2020 for possessing an instrument fit for unlawful purposes. He was arrested near Victoria Park, where a district council election rally was planned. At a court of final appeal, his lawyers argue that the 48 plastic cable ties Mr Chen was carrying did not fall under the scope of Section 17 of the Summary Offences Ordinance under which he was charged. The legislation sets out the offence of any person who has in his possession any wrist restraint or other instrument or article manufactured for the purpose of physically restraining a person, 
any handcuffs or thumb cuffs, any offensive weapon, or any crowbar, skeleton key, or other instrument fit for unlawful purposes, with intent to use the same for any unlawful purpose. The appeal court earlier agreed with the Department of Justice that a wider, unrestricted interpretation of the legislation should be adopted, saying there needs to be an updated reading. But the court of final appeal says this would mean almost all articles or instruments are fit for an unlawful purpose, rendering the offence in reality a thought crime. A five-judge panel ruled that zip ties are not covered by this section of the law, saying they aren't manufactured for the purpose of physically restraining a person. They are plainly not offensive weapons, and they are not instruments fit for gaining unlawful access. The court unanimously overturned Mr. Chan's conviction and sentence. Seven people have been jailed for ten months each at the West Kowloon Magistracy after they pleaded guilty to perverting the course of justice. They were among twelve people who tried to flee to Taiwan by speedboat and were intercepted by mainland coast guard in August 2020. The insurance authority says managers is appointed to run the affairs of a company that provided cover for most of the SAR's taxes have brought a winding up petition against the firm. They say Target Insurance is insolvent and can't continue its business. Frank Young reports. The managers from the accountancy firm Deloitte say winding up Target Insurance would allow access to insolvency schemes provided by the Motor Insurance Bureau and the Employees Compensation Insurance Insolvency Bureau. Insurance policies that haven't expired will remain in place, and policyholders may continue to submit their claims to Target. The company still owns around 30,000 policies, including 5,200 for taxis. If policyholders request cancellation of their policies, the premium refund amount will be calculated in accordance with relevant terms and conditions. But refunds will not be made immediately due to the winding up petition. The insurance authority appointed Deloitte to take control of Target Insurance in January after the listed company informed 8,000 taxi owners that it was cancelling their policies. Officials say fares won't be affected by the planned merger of Citybus and New World Firstbus. They also say any reductions in routes will be done gradually. Here's Violet Wong. Officials from the Transport and Logistics Bureau sought to ease concerns about fares and routes after next year's merger. When asked whether passengers will be negatively affected because some routes of the two bus operators are similar but have different prices, the bureau's permanent secretary May Bo Chen told a LegCo panel meeting fares will not be affected by the merger. When we consider routes restructuring and integration, whether the fares will be accepted by the people and can enable sustainable operation, all these factors will be taken into account. We totally agree such integration needs to be done gradually. The official also said that fares could be reviewed more frequently to avoid sudden or sharp increases. But she rejected the idea of tying fares to inflation, saying doing so would be inflexible. Ms. Chen also says the merger will hopefully allow the bus operators to save costs by deploying resources more efficiently, noting that both Citybus and New World First Bus have been making a loss since 2017. A court in Sri Lanka has barred the former Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa and his brother Brazil, Pazil, a 
former finance minister, from leaving the country. The move came days after their brother, President Gotabaya Rajapaksa, fled Sri Lanka after weeks of mass protests against the government. He sent his resignation letter from Singapore. The Prime Minister, Ranil Wickremesinghe, who was sworn in as acting president, promised to act quickly to put a democratically elected president in place. In the short time I have, I will create the background for the new president, who is to be elected next week. I will take immediate steps to establish the rule of law and peace in the country. I accept 100% the right to peaceful protests, but some are trying to do acts of sabotage. And there are reports that other groups are trying to influence members of parliament at the vote next week to elect a new president. President Biden has reiterated the United States' commitment to a two-state solution in the conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. He was speaking after a meeting with the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas, in the Israeli-occupied West Bank. The Palestinian people deserve a state of their own that's independent, sovereign, viable and contiguous. Two states for two peoples, both of whom have deep and ancient roots in this land living side by side in peace and security. Both states fully respecting equal rights of the other citizens. Sport and football, and for a look at some of the key off-season transfers this week, here's the BBC's John Wilkinson. Raheem Sterling's move from Manchester City to Chelsea for €59 million, Euros, coming so soon after Gabriel Jesus left for Arsenal, is very interesting. What it says to me is that Pep Guardiola has huge faith in Erling Haaland, and perhaps too, a huge wage bill that was starting to stretch even the pockets of their Abu Dhabi owners. Because Sterling is quality. He scored 10 goals or more for five seasons, and he's a regular for England. At 27 years old, he could be a big player for Chelsea now, if he's used effectively. Romelu Lukaku might have that warning for Sterling, of course. Rafinha to Barcelona is a blow to Leeds, but they did make a €38 million profit. Steven Bergwin never quite hit the heights that Tottenham expected, and he's gone to Ajax. The fee of €30 million is a record for the Dutch league, though. I like the look of Crystal Palace's move for Mali's Czech decore. He impressed for Lens last season, whilst Paul Pogba's Juventus player again. He's restrained himself from criticising Manchester United too much so far. The French international has to consistently do his talking on the pitch, you feel. One move that won't take place this summer, though, is Cristiano Ronaldo to Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel says his focus now for the team is their defence. This is John Wilkinson for BBC Global Sport. Now, the weather, cloudy periods overnight. Minimum temperature about 29 degrees. Maybe fine, apart from isolated showers tomorrow. Very hot during the day. Maximum temperature around 34 degrees. And now a round of our top stories. The mainland economy, uh, mainland economic growth stalls. Cathay Pacific st- says it expects to be able to operate up to about a quarter of pre-pandemic passenger flight capacity by the end of the year. And a court in Sri Lanka has barred the former Prime Minister, Mahindra Ranjapaksa, and his brother Basil from leaving the country. The news from RTHK. King, entertaining Hong Kong since 1985.
What a cracking version of Hound Dog. Elvis did well with it, but I reckon she did a great version. You're welcome. Thank you very much, too. We should hear her do Little Red Roosters. Awesome. Right, we're into our second hour of Friday night. This one's for RV Jim. He's got his mansion on wheels cruising the States as I speak. 